You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode 142. All right, so I'm not even going to lie. The entire reason that I am doing this episode is because literally about 20 minutes ago, I had a sort of client email me telling me to call them, and they were the reason I say they were sort of a client is they were a family member that was at a photo shoot that I did a few weeks ago so not my immediate client but they were in the photos if that makes sense and they couldn't find one of the images that they were looking for in the gallery and long story short it was just a misunderstanding and it was easily resolved but when she had first uh, called me or I guess I had called her because she emailed me with her phone number and told me to call her and so when I called her uh she made the comment like oh thank you for you know getting back to me like there's no phone number on your website now i don't think there was any ill intent in her remark and it was in fact true i do not list my phone number on my website or on any public platforms i am sure however that she was probably slightly annoyed by this she is slightly older and Her generation definitely is more used to phone call responses than mine is, but that is not why I chose to not have my phone number on my website. And this whole exchange really just got me thinking about this decision, especially because this is an old, like ongoing conversation that I have with my husband kind of on a regular basis so what better way than to share my thoughts behind my choice and offer you some guidance in one way or another um, through an entire episode on this matter so if you have struggled with not knowing what information that you should or should not be posting on your website then keep on listening because we're diving into all of it so it's time to saddle up and get to work Hey, you're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, hosted by yours truly. My name is Sarah Elrod, and I'm a serial entrepreneur through and through. But most importantly, I'm a wifey, a mama, and pretty much a crazy horse lady. I started this podcast based on an old saying my husband once told me, that every successful rancher has a wife that works in town. And being the stubborn, wannabe homesteading housewife that I am, I decided that why do I have to work in town in order to contribute? So I made it my mission to teach other rural women and entrepreneurs how to grow thriving brands online from way out yonder. Whether you live out in the middle of nowhere, have to take a dirt road to get there, or if you're just a mama who wants to stay home raising babies and cows someday, this is the place for you. On this show, we talk about marketing, social media, branding, content creation, Western lifestyle, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. So grab a coffee and your favorite notebook and let's saddle up and get to work. This is the Branded Cowgirl Podcast. Are you looking for the one-stop shop for everything Western and rural lifestyle? Well, look no further because Farm Girl Boutique is the place that has it all from Western fashion to home decor, gift ideas, kitchen utensils, and more. Everything from vintage books to coffee mugs, t-shirts, babies and cow kid items, accessories for your dog, the cowboys in your life, and beyond. You have never seen a boutique like this, I can promise you. And not only that, but when you support Farm Girl Boutique, you aren't supporting some big corporation. You're supporting real ranchers and farmers and a real family out of Oklahoma. If you're someone who loves to support the ranching world and rural industries, then make sure to shop small and check out Farm Girl Boutique. Plus, you can save 15% on your next order when you use code ELROD at checkout. Head over to farmgirlboutique.com and check out all the fun items that you can get your hands on today.
So every now and then my husband and I get into this discussion on whether or not a business owner, myself specifically, should have their phone number on their website and be accessible to the public. So he stands on the side of yes. Now, let me tell you a little bit about my husband. He is a very black and white kind of guy. He is very direct and he runs his own trucking company outside of his regular, very demanding job. He spends a lot of time on the phone. People are always calling him day and night and he makes a lot of phone calls too. And to him, phone calls are much more efficient and in his fast-paced world where things need to get done like as soon as possible and answers need to be received like very swiftly, it just makes sense to me that he would lean on this side of like having a phone number um, because his whole world is phone calls and his job is, like I said, very fast-paced. And he is not the guy to send an email if there's a phone number available for something. Like if we're trying to figure something out or book a company, he's the type of guy that is like, call them. Like don't text them, don't email them. Like there's a phone number, call them. And uh, I am clearly not that person. And I'm sure that there are other people out there like him. Tyler's point of view is that basically by having a phone number on your website, people can call to book you instead of filling out a form or waiting for a response from you, et cetera, et cetera. It's basically a much quicker turnaround time and it decreases all that white noise like filler time in between sending emails back and forth. And I mean, I get his point. Like I really do. That makes so much sense to me. And maybe he's right. Maybe if you do have your phone number on your website you will book more or at least save time in the booking process because everything is much quicker and more straight to the point which by the way if you have found this to be true in your own business then let me know over on the branded cowgirl podcast instagram because i'd actually really love to hear about your experience with this if you are somebody that has your phone number on your website do you do you feel like people call you more or not. I am not a phone call person, as you might have <laughs> realized. If you cold call me without sending me a text first, I will be offended and I will not answer. Kind of just kidding, but maybe it's just the millennial in me, but I am team text or email all day long unless I'm like casually talking to a friend or family member or something then I really do actually love phone calls and FaceTime. Um, I don't really like sitting there and texting people either. So I'll make phone calls when totally necessary as well even in business stuff um, like I did today. I just dread it. I don't enjoy doing it. It's not my favorite thing ever. And I know the client in quotations that seem flustered about me not having a public number had every reason to feel that way. And again, I think this was just a case of like generational differences. But when she made that statement, all I said was, yep, I do that very intentionally. And I do, and not because I have a fear of people calling me, but because I've set some pretty strict boundaries for myself in my business. And honestly, I'm working to make them even stricter when possible. And I purposely do not include my phone number on anything because my personal phone is my business phone. Um, 
you know, there's not a separation there. I don't have two different phones. And by giving out my number, I'm giving access to something that is very personal, which is my time. When you have someone's personal phone number, you have access to them at any point of the day and any day of the week. And there was a time when I first started out in business where my number was public and clients would text me all hours of the day. And it would be like 10 p.m. and they're asking me business-related questions about like their weddings or photo shoots that were coming up. And sure, I could have just not responded and waited until the next morning. And many times I did, but not always. And at that point though, like if you're not gonna respond right away and you're just gonna wait, like why not just give out your email instead of your phone number and keep everything in one place? Because at that point I basically was treating my text messages like emails. And to be honest, I still do this today even with personal stuff that's not business related. Um, I leave texts unread for like <laughs> so long because I just haven't like had the mental capacity to respond to all these messages and like engage in all these conversations and I feel like that's the most like Gen Z thing I've ever said but it's true that I just my whole life is spent I feel like talking to people and communicating just in this world that I'm in where I'm very involved on social media and I'm very active and I feel like I'm having conversations all day long and all I'm doing is like engaging and so to go on and have like a full-blown like texting conversation is awful to me like I don't want to do it um but I don't want to talk on the phone either I just want to be left alone to be honest <laughs> just don't talk to me it's fine <laughs> but sure like you know it's anyway that I'll okay that's I'm on my pedestal now I'll I'll get off um but you know like I said I I should have just kept it as an email at that point because if you're not going to respond to texts like in a timely manner then they might as well just be um emails so that you can keep everything in that one place and because that's like the other thing right like my phone number gave them another line of communication besides email and social media because like I said I'm on all that stuff all day long and I would have like brides and clients and whoever like randomly message me on all three and it was so hard to keep track of information and that's like nobody's fault except my own like again I should have set a stricter boundary like hey don't ask me this question on an Instagram DM you need to go to your client portal and ask me this question because I would just like think, oh, quick and easy, I'll answer this question. And then later on, I'd forget what the question was or what we decided on in that conversation. And then I'd have to go track it down. And and so it would just be a lot. And as a wedding photographer, I understand that there was a time and place when having a phone number was essential to clients. So I would give out my phone number like two to four weeks prior to their wedding day. And it was also listed on my contract if they looked hard enough. Um, but that was so like, okay, you have it a few weeks before. We're kind of down to the wire where if you need to call me, you can um, and get some like quick information. That's no big deal. Or obviously, like if you need to call me the day of your wedding, that's fine. But everything that's like prior to like a month out um, before something, like before an event, I don't feel like it's urgent. Like nothing is that urgent at that point. So um, I just wouldn't give it out until it was at least less than a month. And booking clients is just not worth the headache, in my opinion, of constantly answering phone calls all day, every day. 
like again I know my husband's argument and probably a lot of people's argument is that you could book more if you had if you were more accessible which I think he would even agree that if people were calling me at 10 o'clock at night he would not like that um they just don't because that's not my current reality because I don't give out my phone number so he doesn't know but if that was my reality I don't think he'd like it as much as he thinks he would um and so you know it's you have to set that boundary for yourself like I would rather book less clients and not have to talk to people after business hours than the latter now that's not to say that business there aren't businesses out there that should include their phone number like some businesses should be including their phone number in public forums and on their website and since i'm able to see both sides of this argument here i do want to share some of these um, in case you fall into one of these categories of types of businesses that i do believe should be putting phone numbers on their websites and sharing publicly so generally speaking any kind of big corporation or large company would benefit from having a phone number available there would likely be an office or receptionist answering and screening calls and typically the phone number would be attached to an office phone of some sort not somebody's personal cell phone i'd also say that most service-based businesses um, could also probably benefit from this which might sound contradicting because as a photographer that is literally what i am but i will explain this further in a minute now this is not a must but it probably would have made plenty of sense for me to have a public phone number as a photographer like nobody would have thought that that was weird um it'd be annoying but not not that strange of a thing to do and i bet you there are photographers out there i'd actually probably argue that the older generation of photographers probably has their phone number on their website um, food establishments, uh, law firms, healthcare locations, all the places like that are places that you would expect to be able to call at any given time. Now, what businesses should not be sharing their phone number publicly? So maybe you fall into one of these. I would say online-based businesses, like businesses that are purely digital, such as a software, you know, business or company, some sort of like mobile app developer e-commerce stores that operate exclusively online you're probably going to prioritize other forms of communication like emails or live chats um and i do just want to touch on the fact that this is also a little bit where i'm coming from with my husband i think if i was i feel like i'm having like a therapy session right now because i'm like he's over here and i'm over here this isn't like an argument okay we just have like a discussion we just have a difference of opinions <laughs> just so we're clear um and i actually think he's like changed his mind a little bit on this but anyway uh what was i saying oh my gosh i just lost my train of thought because i had another thought um oh yeah so part of my thing too is if i was just doing photography still and i was just working locally and you know i was just a literally a small business then it wouldn't be as big of a deal to have my phone number because I probably wouldn't be getting phone calls all the time. But since I have now built up a bit of a following on several different platforms and people are able to find information about you, like, I'm not going to lie, somebody mailed me. Um, it was very sweet, but I got mail from somebody that listens to this podcast, like something sent to my house and it was very sweet 
but I also had no idea where they found my home address from and that like freaked me out a little bit and kind of caused me to go down a rabbit hole to figure out where people are finding my address from <laughs> and now I'm starting to think I might need to go get like a P.O. box or something um, because yeah that just that is exactly why um, if you're online and you have this presence and you're you're just building more of a presence online and you're becoming more of just a digital creator and you're just your whole business is running more in the online space then I think it doesn't make sense to have your phone number because now your your pool of of clientele is going from like your local town or city that you know you have a smaller pool of clientele to now you basically have the whole world like people all across the country that would have access to your phone number essentially um and I would not want to have all of you I love all of you but if all y'all started calling me we would have problems (laughs) Like, my anxiety levels would go through the roof. Not even because I would think it's weird, just because I can't handle that much phone communication, to be honest. It's just not, just not my thing. I don't like it. Um, so, anyway, also, you should not have your, I mean, kind of on that same note, like, you should not have your phone number on your website if you have like any sort of privacy or security concerns like some businesses may avoid displaying phone numbers because they you know deal with sensitive or confidential information um you know maybe they just rely on secure contact forms or like some sort of encrypted communication channel that's why i have i have a direct email button on my website and then I also have my contact forms. Like if you're if you're trying to book me for something specific, then you fill out my contact forms because I have different forms for different uh, services that I offer. But if you're trying to just, if you just need to send me an email about something, um, I have that listed on there as well. Um, and so while we're out here sharing boundaries and such, I thought I would just list off some of the other business boundaries that I'm setting in my life um, besides just the phone number thing. So... Number one is keeping, this is kind of a weird one, but keeping my workspace clean and like chaos free. I, (laughs) and I kind of have to laugh when I say that because it's not always chaos and clean, chaos free and clean, but um, I try my best. Um, I thrive so much better in a clean environment. I'm more productive. I just get more done. So I try to keep my desk at the bare minimum because my desk faces a wall. And so I try to at least keep the space in front of me clean. Everything else behind me could be falling apart, but I don't have to look at that. If I'm looking at a mess, I'm going to just want to clean it all day long. Um, So at least if I don't have to look at the mess, then... I, you know, it's not there. Don't see it. It doesn't exist. Uh, The second thing is that I'm trying to work on making my default answer no instead of yes. So I want my default answer to be when people ask me to do things or when opportunities come my way and things like that. My default answer, I'm trying to make no um, when typically I'm a yes person and I say yes to everything and it's honestly my toxic trait because I end up regretting it and hating my life because I've committed to way too many things. So I've decided that I want to start saying no, like that is initially my my first response is no and then you can convince me otherwise. You can convince it to be a yes. Um, and I actually heard somebody else like phrase it like that and I really liked it so it stuck with me. But uh, yeah, so I, I want my default answer to be no. And then y'all, yeah, you know, you can convince me otherwise. 
Um, and then third is that I want to, that I'm planning and communicating my plans more, which basically just means that it's really easy to as an entrepreneur, like because obviously this is my business, my cup of tea. I'm I'm all in it. Tyler's not super involved in like my business. He doesn't really know what I do or like what's going on. I mean, he obviously has like a very general idea of it, but it's very easy to leave him out of the loop of my business when, um, you know, I have things going on. So I'm working on trying to tell him things like, hey, I'm recording podcast episodes all day today and just making it clear to him that I'm going to be busy um, that day and trying to like grind and get stuff done. That way he knows that he probably shouldn't call me 500 times that day while he's at work because... He does that sometimes and I love him so much for it. I love that he loves to call me, but he calls me a lot when he's at work. Um, for a busy guy that he is, he sure loves to check in on his wife and see how her day's going and I love him for it, but girls got stuff to do. Anyway, I basically all of that to say, I refuse to exchange my personal information for more business. You know, money is not worth getting up from a snuggle sesh with my cute family um, on the couch. And since having a baby, I've just come to value my time so much more and to choose to say no to things like bookings or other opportunities um, that take time away from my husband and my kid and our future kiddos. So, you know, weekend work is becoming a thing of the past for me. I am um not going to be doing personally I won't be shooting weddings in 2024 I know I've talked about that before um, my team will still be doing weddings uh for me and then um I won't be booking any shoots on weekends anymore I will only be doing weekday photo shoots and weekday work so I will be completely clearing all my weekends in 2024 which is going to be like so wild I've never in probably like seven years. I can never say that I've done that and I love that for me. Um, so I want to know after all that, that little tangent we just went on together, where do you stand on this topic? Are you team phone number or no? So head on over to the Brandy Cowgirl podcast Instagram and let me know your stance. Let's start a conversation. Let's talk about it. Also make sure to follow Brandy Cowgirl podcast on um, threads because that's a thing now so follow your girl on threads I try to be funny and witty over there from time to time you can also follow me personally on threads um, I have a, a podcast one and one for me personally which is Mrs. Sarah Elrod um, and once again thanks so much for being here and hearing me out I really I know we're kind of goofy and silly sometimes but I really couldn't do any of this if it wasn't for you guys listening um and i really just love you and appreciate you so much so until next time keep your heels down and your eyes on the road ahead see ya you've just finished another episode of the branded cowgirl podcast and if that doesn't make you happier than a rooster on sunday then i don't know what will make sure to follow us on instagram at branded cowgirl podcast and tiktok also join the exclusive facebook group just for listeners you can find it by searching Branded Cowgirl Podcast Insiders or head to the link in the show notes. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. It means the absolute world to me to read your kind words, but it also helps other amazing rural women find the show as well. If you would like to sponsor an episode or advertise on the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, then please head to sarahelrod.com slash sponsor BCP for more information. 
Thanks again for being here and I'll talk to you in the next one.